0: Hi, this is Mike Hubbard with uh, Permission Ministries, and I just want to welcome you to our our vlog, our video cast, whatever they call it nowadays. My good friend Wayne Kiger-Rice, we've been hanging out for the past decade, a couple decades, doing ministry. And uh, Wayne's a great guy, he has a ministry called Voice of the Bride. We'll have him talk about that in a second, but first, uh, Wayne, just always like to have people get to know you a little bit. What's your story, how you met the Lord? I know you're from North Carolina, you're a good old Southern boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely Southern boy. Yeah, so um, let's see, I was born in <laughs> born in a Christian home, but I uh, did go to church, um, growing up in church, um, but a just typical teenager, fall away, did those kind of things, didn't really continue to go to church, but I had an experience at 19, just a kind of a life, or life and death experience where I had just gotten so far from the Lord, so involved in, you know the stuff party you're all atmosphere in all that stuff and i was i was working a job where um and i had tried a couple of times i went to a couple of, again living in north carolina there would be like a tent crusade or something and i'd go and i was watching the evangelists on the tv and i'd go to their tent meetings and just sort of try to lock back so this in this was good
0: old bible belt yeah, style goes, tent meetings. yeah
1: yeah exactly and so i would try to lock back in but always just kind of falling back into it. but a big part of it was the, the company I was keeping, you know, the fan, the people, the friends, the people I was partying with and living with and all that kind of thing. But after a little time and again getting to that same place where I'm just crying out to God, because I knew him, I know I knew him, I knew him as a kid and he got me through some things and I just cried out to him saying, I cannot do this alone, just cannot do this alone. And it was that (laughs) very day at my job, I was, I was an assistant manager at a restaurant but I was at the front and one of the other guys, it's a hotel restaurant, and another guy that worked in the hotel came by talking about how much he loved Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was my age. He was a young guy and I was just like, what is just wrong, the blue. We'll what is the wrong with you, there. just out of the yeah. blue. And um, that just kind of intrigued me. We started talk, sat down, talked. He listened to me. I was smoking my cigarettes and <laughs> talking my crazy talk and he just listened to me. He was in fact a Bible college kid himself. Um, was taking a little break. He was going to Christ for the Nations. Okay. And he was visiting a brother in North Carolina. So it was just all God-appointed, ordained, because there was no other reason this, this guy would be there. And so he really just, not even any serious discipling. He'll say, he, to this day, he still says, I I can't take credit for you. Cause, but he just, the Lord did. And mm-hmm. the Lord really used that, because the Lord heard my prayer. Wow. He hears our prayers, yes. you know, he, and, and he answers them in the way that he knows that they need to be answered and I I always say that because sometimes it doesn't answer the way I think I wanted it to answer um so anyway so yeah I just uh started going to church with this guy and how old were you I was 19 19. I was 19 I was going to church and just got lovely wonderfully resaved, I would call it or just rededicated my life to the Lord and um just you know enjoyed that but again even with him and maybe meeting some of his friendships I still needed a Some discipline in my life, you know, and I'd never at that point. I just had graduated high school the year before, and didn't really do very well in school again, just because I've a lifestyle that I had taken on. So, college was never an an interest of mine or an idea. But another guy that I met was going to this Bible college, and suggested you know might be a good thing. And I realized, well, I know the Bible, but it'd be really good to really know the Bible. But the discipline that would take to you know to Commit to that and be there and be in that Christian environment. I just thought that would be really, really good for me. And there again, it was a God thing because that I did. I, I went to just John Wesley Bible College. It actually doesn't exist now, but um, decided I signed up for a Christian counseling major and a missions minor, and I met my wife there. Oh. So that was the. The the next God step that was supposed to happen. Um, so yeah, we we were actually just friends. I don't know if you want me to talk about that now, yeah. but we were just friends for a couple of years, doing missions, and we we went to Daytona Beach and we built a cross and carried it down the beach and <laughs> handed out tracks during spring break and just did all that fun stuff. It's a great way to date. It was a great way. It was a great way. And in fact, actually, that's kind of more where I fell in love with her. Um, you know, again, we were just friends. So yeah. I was just waiting. Yeah. She was just Carol. But seeing her boldness in the Lord and um, it, it, actually we got a lot of attention. We got the I mean, you know, you're carrying a cross down the beach. It was kind of a it was kind of a uh, also um, bike week. Har- it's all the Harleys, and so there's just all this cruising going on. Well, the, a TV channel came out and interviewed us, so there's this video out there of, of uh, 20-year-old Wayne, you know, sporting a ponytail and with a, with a message. But anyway, and then they interviewed <laughs> us both, and, and that went on the news that night. It yeah. was just so – but, you know, it's like we saw the Lord. It's like, if I be lifted up,
0: if yes, I be lifted up yes, is what
1: yes. It kept kind of going over and over, and then same thing dragging down the beach there was a radio guy out there interviewing people about spring break and he was just like wait a minute I just got to turn around and ask this guy what are you doing right, <laughs> you know right, and so right. again I'm like we got to you know preach the message and the, the message of the Lord so I think those were the days that it just all the right things happened that that met that that adventurous desire in my heart right. you know and, to, right. and, and learned that serving the Lord there is adventure yeah. it's not just that's good you know that's good
0: God's not boring. No, not at if all. If He's boring, you're, you're yeah, doing it wrong. Yeah, right?
1: it's, it's got to be exciting. And then we started just hearing the, you know, having the best parties because of worship, and <laughs> you know, just the best parties ever, and the best um, high you can be is right, is right, following the Lord in that way. So, so that really was the, my. Kind of my beginning. I mean, I didn't really tell my actual salvation experience, but that was kind of a little more. That's when you
0: got launched into this yeah. phase of your life. Yeah, really serving the yeah. Lord.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I accepted him as a very young boy in, in camp, but yeah. Yeah. again, it—that's where it shifted. For a, a lot of us, we firm. get older
0: and we realize that right those little seeds planted, something has to happen yeah. with
1: them. We have to grow. Yeah. You
0: know, you—you you got a fascinating testimony. Just as you're talking, uh, that maybe a lot of people don't experience it as a husband and wife team. Yeah. You guys. Now you met in ministry right what's how's that been walking that out in a married life What's right. it 20 25 years yeah
1: uh, well it would be 30 in January oh, okay yeah cool. 30 years yeah. how um, about that
0: second like maybe some thoughts you yeah makes your experience unique or maybe you yeah. can pass on to other people about how do you serve God and yes. serve each other in
1: marriage yes well those, obviously the most important part is being on the same page of that we are going to go into right. a lifestyle that's living by faith and you' not the typical really, it's not typical <laughs> and it is not easy but it is exactly what it is it's in faith and just having um, a life partner that is in that same space mm-hmm. makes a huge difference yeah um, so i think even just you know our unique way of meeting each other and realizing that um, we we want we didn't need Anything else. We weren't looking for right. big things and, you know, whatever, expenses, houses, that kind of thing. Your values so were. Our values were very, very similar. Right. Um, our interest in missions, all of that. I think as our callings started defining a little more. Um, we had, you know, a little bit more of an individual calling, whereas Carol really launched into the worship and right. intercession. And, and for me, I really liked getting my hands dirty and or just getting sir, hands yeah. on, I guess is a better way to say it, um, with compassion. And so we even kind of started realizing, OK, well, those are a little bit different. They do blend, though. You know, she, like I think Gary said in one of the other times, she came down and would lead worship at these you know, feeding outreaches. And then um, I would travel with her when we we're doing worship right. events where, you know, and bringing stuff to the needs of the people. Yeah, I, I so, gotta say,
0: bro, I've, I've been inspired how you've served yeah. your wife and her calling. Yes, yes. That's Very important. Born, you know, and vice yeah. versa, that you, you you see her distinctive. You yes. work a lot together, but there's also distinctions where you, kind of am lay aside my thing and yes. serve my wife. And it gets reciprocated. And it does, and yeah. it
1: does. And that's pretty much all. I mean, it, it, it has challenges, you know. Sure. You, you spend a lot of time <laughs> together, but it also makes you of makes you discuss those challenges and work through the right, challenges right. and so it's been been very good awesome <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome hey <laughs> yeah. tip
0: you got this great shirt yeah on.
1: if you guys can see it keith green
0: yeah lord you're beautiful um for those who don't know keith green and because yeah. you're on you serve on the board yeah. with melody green yeah Just a little bit about that and, and, and the impact maybe keith has had for for you younger ones maybe you haven't heard of him but for our age group yeah keith was a, a big inspiration he was yes. outside the box he challenged the church like no one I'd ever seen yes. um, in those days yes. to really get off their their duff yes. and be the church in a different way and, yeah. and not being compromised.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Interestingly, you were talking about my story, and and honestly, when I came to the Lord, Keith had already been in heaven for a few years. Wow. So, but someone had given me Melody's book that she wrote on their story, no right. compromise, right. and it just. It just set me again. It was just like one of those things like there's adventure in the Lord. Like these guys had amazing adventure and even how they got saved later in life, Keith and Melody Green.
0: Yeah, Similar um, working together, kind of living together. Working
1: together, together they, they, were, they were discipling people, they were witnessing, they were bringing people in. I mean it wasn't just, you know, he wasn't just a songwriting and musician and I just, the story was just amazing and it, and it really is one of my, it's one of my classics on my Mm-hmm. list of these are this is what shaped me in my new beginning was was someone who not only has done it but then they started encouraging us and challenging really what it was no compromise right, challenging right. you to the life of ministry and such
0: well he was he was a loud voice yes in american culture that was you know we're we got it good folks yeah we've got it so good yeah. it's easy to get comfortable yes And i remember every album would come out and we'd get it and it was yes. just another level yes. of conviction and yes and and uh Challenge True. to live outside of our norm, and, and he really had that that, that voice, and his songs were so well written about mm-hmm. that.
1: And I did the same thing; I would listen to those songs and his music, and just be challenged all the time. And 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 quite honestly, that's that's also my go-to when I need to be reminded, and I need that kind of re-challenging or re-encouraging. I need a holy kick in the butt, and I'm often yeah. that's what I do because yeah. it just re, you know, confirmed my calling or reconfirmed my my what i desire to do with the lord and what i don't desire desire to do because right. he talks he would think a lot about that too oh lord we just you know we still do the things we don't want to do and want to do these yeah. things for you and and so that was just that just was a a big thing um so but unique, yeah so uniquely we um <laughs> it's funny our how our stories just kind of fit it fit in all the dots connect the dots but we met a, a one of the people who pioneered Last Days Ministries with Keith and Melody, we met Kathleen Dillard and her husband Wayne right. at a Catch the Fire conference in North Carolina. Got it. So again, that was a renewal conference. We met her when we came to San Diego and got to know Gary. We were like Gary, you got to have this couple. They're powerhouse intercessors. They're missionaries. Got to have them come. And so they came to the San Diego Vineyard to minister and. Melody came down at the time she was living in Los Angeles and we met Melody there and our friendship kind of just evolved from there. Um, we haven't really talked about this but I, I moved to Kansas City for a couple of years to help a ministry lo- relocate there and kind of get grounded but mm-hmm. then Melody was living in Kansas City and Carol and I lived with her. What? So our relationship just developed yeah, more and, exactly. and she asked us to be on her board of directors and um, just a. a a real treat because I mean here was a hero yeah. of mine and then now um, she would call me her peer. I still say you're my hero. And,
0: uh, <laughs> is is so, the ministry now about carrying
1: on the legacy of Keith? It is. It's about carrying the legacy of I mean, Melody's still very very much um, in. You know she's like just recently celebrated, I you would say, 40 years in heaven with for Keith and the kids, um, but Melody still got a fresh fresh. Uh, desire for the lost and practical and challenge to the body like you it it, it is not over we are still that and so that's really what you know it was about sharing his legacy but sharing it and and maybe passing the baton at some point but she's still very much about winning the lost and and that's what we do to really encourage and support her as on her board and
0: yeah I'm, i'm convinced we need to honor uh Know, generational honoring like our mothers and fathers yes. Keith would be like a father in faith yes. be he brought to the body of Christ and yeah. we don't want to lose that I mean, no. that's a valuable thing that no, yeah. uh, we can transfer into our own lives and yes pass on
1: very important
0: Wayne I want to dig a little bit more about uh, your ministry voice, voice of the bright yeah. and your ministry to Tijuana tell us about that a little bit more
1: specific so TJ yeah. we um, we pick up food uh, you know over the years it's transitioned in different ways but we pick up food here in San Diego Um, amazing donated food and take it into TJ Um, that has its challenges unfortunately as the customs uh, declaring food and taking it in legitimately and properly because I mean we you know you've seen my trucks we have trucks full. yeah yeah. Yeah, you've been there with me you've loaded those trucks and so (laughs) it's not just you know smuggling in groceries anymore it started that way but now it's like you know truckloads that you can't just not be seen so you have to have the paperwork and that's had challenges through the working with mexican systems but anyway
0: bureaucratic it is
1: yeah and it's anyone everyone always says i don't understand anybody saying you can't bring food in but it just it is it's just a tie so you know that's a challenge but we have a whole string of intercessors who pray each and every time we cross Mm -hmm. the border and that is i know what gets us in um, we go in and take the food. Again, I connect with my partner. Um, we've done various levels of outreaches, as, as I think Gary mentioned, in the aqueducts and just really were the, uh, the heroin addicts in um, more recent years. A lot of refugees, you know, coming right. from the pl- right. various places that we all know about in the news, the media. and um, So just, you know, providing and providing food but listening to their stories. You know, honestly, I've, I've found that most of the people that we sit down with they're as happy to tell me their story as mm. they are to eat that sandwich. Yeah. You know, it just, and then that blesses me too because they just, they need that voice. And, you know, again, as Gary pointed out, our name, Voice of the Bride, and we just, um, they, there may be the, you know, they're pre-brides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, still, we're still working on them, and believe me, we've had a few that has taken longer than others to, yeah. Yeah. to convert and to come to a place of knowledge, but that was never, that's not my first goal. I mean, it was okay to say, I just, I, I love on people, and we feed people, and we be Jesus to them, and of course, our heart is, is that they will know Jesus, Yeah. but yeah. first, they may need to know him through these other, yeah, yeah, those these are door other openers ways.
0: to connect with them exactly. personally, exactly,
1: so we do that, there's a number of rehabs, elderly homes, children's homes, all that um, benefit from, yeah. yeah, benefit from the truckloads of food. that we take
0: give everybody a a practical step by step I've been with you I think this is fascinating like you get up in the morning you collect the bread just walk us through a day of going down there yeah so
1: just picking up you know various local communities go to Panera Panera Bread Trader Joe's um you know, Costco gives donations, there's various- I mean, it's uh,
0: amazing the amount of extra food we yeah, have in America. Yeah, that just would get is, thrown away
1: if it's not picked up. It is surplus, it is, it is extra food. And in fact, one of the larger bakeries in the, in the area told us once how grateful they are. Because we, I have my team, I work with different ones, but we show up every day and we're consistent between us mm-hmm. and they are really grateful because it actually would cost their company a lot of money to haul bread away in dumpsters right because if we're taking truckloads that's a full dumpster yeah. so it, it actually is saving their company and which is hard concept to understand but you know they make their overage because it's built into their mm-hmm. profit margins and that is what it is and that won't change um, but it, it, by it's no just business in America yeah business in yeah. America and American. it should by no means be thrown away yeah yeah. for sure so yeah so then so you pack it up pack it up make it as you know make it you know preserve it and safe and into the truck and then for the border we go and cross and meet with the customs and they walk around our truck and we do the dance and you know there's many times I've been turned around because it didn't meet all the criteria Um, there's been times that it just depends on who you get so if I really need to get that load in that day and it's not something that can keep I've driven to the next port entry of San Diego, because we actually have three. Right. Um, and the third one's even harder to get to, but we've done that as well. So there's there's been, a, there's been a day or two that I've hit three port entries just to get a load of things in. So
0: so when I went with one of the first times, I'm thinking, okay, we've got a, we a truckload of bread. We're going to be down in Mexico all day long passing yeah. this out. But I was fascinated, yes. at, um, what you've got set up. Tell yes. people about yeah, that. You so, just drop off.
1: And yeah, so our team down there, and, you know, it, it's hard to get help and volunteers in San Diego or I'll just say here you know we're all busy and there's our lives and everything but there's just a little bit different mindset down there where there's just it really takes a village and they really they really show up and they are happy to help and Man, what took you and I, you know, all morning to load that truck, you've seen how fast.
0: I mean, we were in the five minutes. T- I know, know. when <laughs> the team
1: shows up and they're all like, boom, 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 they won't even let us touch it sometimes. So it's just a real respect and honor. So, so the truck
0: pulls up yeah. and it's like these vans, yeah. like the FBI has got yeah. us cornered and arrested. Yeah, these yeah. guys pop out yeah. and that truck's unloaded.
1: Yeah, and so what our ministry does is, is we support like others mm-hmm. also, so we pay for the gas of those trucks. And those guys then go off in a different direction of TJ to distribute and dispense that particular food. Um, So it's quite a network you've developed. Yeah. 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 And unless it's a day we're doing outreach, you know, we'll stick with it. But oftentimes there's so much to be done and to be collected. Mm -hmm. A lot of times our work gets done on this side of the border. Um, But, you know, it's still important to see those smiles and to to have an idea to kind of you know, that's what motivates me, yeah. and motivates me to see the people and to be there, and so I'm real blessed to do that. So, um,
0: Wayne, tell us, because uh, I, I know there's a lot of people in the church that are just looking for something to do. Yeah. So, if they wanted to help with VOB, yeah, hands-on or even give to it, how yeah. would that go about? What would be the best way to do that? Yeah,
1: I mean, connecting, following us on you know Facebook and and Twitter, and I'm sure we'll provide all those things. But just um, you know, the the needs coming up. Uh, unexpectedly you know or as far as whatever donations are being available or, or at that time mm-hmm. you know that we have a pretty consistent schedule and what that does but but yeah volunteering a time to load bags and yeah. load the trucks and, um, and those you know, are weekly needs you always weekly have. needs and of course always I mean we're supporting um, another thing we've really talked about but just we're, we're hoping to change the cycle of poverty in TJ okay. in, in just small ways How so? I mean in my case I'm only meeting, you know, a handful of people, and there's so many people there that need that in their lives, but we sponsor um, a handful of children right now going to private school or to college or to trade schools. Um, we've, We've had several that are already done now. They've graduated from nursing school. They were graduated from their, you know, their trade of choice, and... You know, they're, they're going to be able to make a difference that their parents weren't able to, whether it be for one reason or another of having to work to provide for the family. But we, you know, can always use help doing that. And right. I, I take on the needs that I know that we have the, the ability to be consistent with. Because again, I told you the stories about, you know, people just, I don't want to ever create that, that vacuum loss, you know, if, if all of a sudden something dries up and this person's left hanging. Because we we want to commit till the end, yeah. and commit to what you know what we commit to, and, it, and so we're we're doing a lot of scholarships that way, and so you're
0: partnering with them
1: for the for the long for haul, the long for to, again, change okay. their life, like help them one one person at a time. Yeah. Can't so do it more than that.
0: What's the easiest way to get a hold of you? What, what would you suggest? Is it Facebook? Is it is, uh, yeah. email or just
1: yeah just? yeah? Well, and our our website's voiceofthebride.net. and okay. our um.
0: And that'll take them to the whole Yeah, audience.
1: yeah. And, and then on Facebook, we have I Love, or I Heart TJ. Okay. I Love, or I Love, Facebook. No, no wait. I Love TJ. <laughs> right. It's what the web page is, but there'll be links to show yeah, yeah. too. So, so yeah.
0: voiceofthebride.net. Yep. All yep. right, and that's our website. Wayne's awesome. Listen, um... You're awesome. Thanks, so. And there's one more thing here to do. Right. Look in that camera and tell people why you do this and why it's important to, to reach the poor. Because okay. I know it's in your heart. Yeah,
1: right. just yeah. Just talk to people. I, um, it is in my heart. It's just a, uh it's something that i can't i can't really explain the you know i've had my my stages of of being even ashamed to be american ashamed to be in this country uh, we talked about the first trip to the philippines i came back and it was christmas time and i hated christmas because i hated the commercialism involved mm-hmm. but i think um for me just connecting with um like more of what the 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 greater population of this world, and the life that they live, uh, is just what motivates me to, to be aware, to be aware of our resources, to mm-hmm. share our resources. Um, of course, it's not me, I mean, it's the Jesus in me, and I, and I fill the Lord's heart for his, his people, for his, for his children, um, but for whatever reason, he's used me to see some things that, that you really can't unsee. And um, it's just my desire to, to try to help be his hands and feet. And if he'll use a broken you know, vessel like me, and then I certainly would commit you know, my hands and feet to him to be used. Yeah. So.
0: mean, that's, that's excellent. It. You know, yeah. we have so much in America and it's not to be ashamed of or feel bad about, it, but we have a great responsibility to take what we have and use it to advance the kingdom, to yes. share what we have, and uh, it'll give you a richness and fullness and nothing else i've ever experienced yeah. i mean to be able yeah. to touch lives that are hurting or poor and just give a portion of what we have if it's taking bread yeah it, it believe me it's worth it it'll bring joy to your heart i, I every time i go down with you Wayne, i get yeah. i get excited and yeah. you know being able to go to africa and visit the poor and just there's there's a sweetness about people yeah that, especially when they're pulling together and when they have the love of the lord and yes. there's something bright about them yeah and they're so grateful yeah and they're not they're not They're not, uh, they're they're just so grateful and they're focused on Him. There's a a lightness about it. Amen. Amen. Blessings, bro. Thanks. Blessings. Awesome. Good
1: job, bro.